welcome to Nookie with Jada B. On today's show we're going to be talking about celibacy and if it really is good for your health to be celibate. Also going to be talking about the difference between celibacy and abstinence and also talking about I guess the risks and the benefits of being celibate. So get yourself comfy, get a glass of wine, listen and enjoy. So celibacy is one of those words that kind of, it sounds really good, it's like a positive word like celibacy and you know um, virginity and things like that. They're all quite positive sounding words and obviously it makes people aware that you're just not sexually active right now. But can being celibate um, damage your health in the long run? I think when we think of celibacy, I guess you think of all of the positive points of um, of not having sex, like the obvious ones like, you know, you're not going to be at risk of catching anything, you're not going to have to you know meet anybody (laughs) or have any kind of sexual relationship with anybody but you don't think necessarily about the flip side of you know not having sex for such a long period of time also celibacy and abstinence are sometimes used in the same way because in essence they're the same thing you're not having sex but Um, technically they're slightly different so abstinence is when you are not having sex for a period of time like so you'd normally you know abstain from sex until marriage or you might say I'm not having sex until I get into like a committed relationship but celibacy is usually very long term or it could be for your whole life you just like take a vow of celibacy so when a lot of people are saying they're celibate (laughs) including myself they really mean they're kind of more talking about abstinence than celibacy also there's chastity which is when you make a conscious decision to control your thoughts and actions to show purity and virtue now all of these reasons sometimes they can be religious which is when you might really take a vow of celibacy to kind of show your commitment to a religion or you know a god or something and sometimes it could just be purely personal like you might have had enough of men and relationships and sex or you know you've had enough sex to last you for a lifetime so you're like you know what I just don't fancy any sex right now also with celibacy and abstinence we're gonna okay with those words we're just gonna call everything celibacy for now (laughs) so with celibacy it depends on how you yourself define celibacy as to what physical activities you can do and still call yourself celibate so with some people you can still masturbate and you can also have outer course now outer course Obviously, you've heard of intercourse, (laughs) intercourse, intercourse, but you might not have heard of outercourse. 
the outer course is non-penetrative sexual activities so that can involve kissing hugging massaging or basically just dry humping which is sometimes fun a bit of dry humping <laughs> um it can also involve non-vaginal like penis to vagina penetration that's also outer course so if you consider um outer course to be anything that doesn't involve uh, dick going into your pum then you can also use toys do oral and have anal sex and you can still call yourself celibate because technically you haven't um, had intercourse you just had outer course and outer course means you're still celibate also um, another thing with um, celibacy is that um, asexual if you're asexual they might you might find it easier to be celibate as opposed to somebody who is not asexual but a being asexual doesn't always mean that you're not having sex it's just that asexual people don't tend to have the sexual urges and the desire to have sex but they still might be having sex um also let's talk about the benefits of being um celibate so there's less risk of catching an std and obviously no one wants to get sick um no pregnancy risks also if you're um, in a relationship or you're dating or whatever if you are celibate it could be a way to get to know your partner on like a deeper more spiritual level before you introduce the sex so you know that it's not just about sex kind of thing also you can be celibate in a relationship if you really want to you don't just have to break your celibacy just because you've now got yourself into into a relationship but being celibate in a relationship could be problematic if you're not both celibate and I feel that it's easier to be both celibate in a relationship if you are both celibate for the same reasons and you also have the same boundaries and you're quite open with your communication on what those boundaries are otherwise it can um it can turn into a bit of an awkward or um an, yeah an awkward situation or someone might end up feeling a bit hurt and a bit self-conscious because some people associate sex with intimacy and they can't separate the two so without sex there's no intimacy and so when there's no intimacy you do feel a bit more like oh you that means you don't like me because you're not giving me sex and intimacy so that could be a problem also with um regular sex so if you're not having regular sex and you are choosing to be celibate the benefits that you would be missing out on with if you were having regular sex are that um, sex helps your immune system it can reduce your blood pressure lower your stress levels um, it also helps men's prostate health and they can um, 
benefit from frequent ejaculation. It also lowers their risk of prostate cancer. And with women, it can help strengthen your pelvic floor. And it sounds strange because sometimes after you've slept with somebody, (laughs) you feel like they've completely ruined your pelvic floor muscles. But when you orgasm, you contract a lot. So that contraction helps to build back your pelvic floor muscles. So then it improves your bladder function and it reduces leakage. It also can help with your emotional well-being and reduce anxiety and because it releases the happy hormone it's good for your moods and um, I guess yeah hormones <laughs> so if you're not having regular sex you, and you're choosing to be celibate you do kind of miss out on those health benefits that you would get from having sex also being celibate or feeling that you're not having enough sex um, regular sex is different for everybody and if you're celibate because of a low libido so if you're basically you're not really choosing to be celibate it's just kind of something that's happening because of low libido there are definitely ways to solve that and I did do a podcast just on low libido and how to help with that and, um, you know, how to get your sex drive back, basically. So if you go through my podcast, you'll see there's, um, there's a podcast on low libido. But as always, as I always say, if you are concerned about the lack of sex that you're getting, um, you can always see a doctor or ask to be referred to a sex therapist because obviously you don't want to turn into an incel because that can turn then turn into like a really dangerous situation so with celibacy technically it isn't always better for your health than kind of being out there and having a lot of sex and I think that it's kind of put out there that being celibate is like the best thing for your health and it isn't necessarily the best thing for your health it's not being celibate isn't the worst thing for your health like you're not gonna die or you know suffer like really negative health like effects but if you can have sex then it is good to enjoy you know, regular sex, regular safe sex, and enjoy the health benefits that come along with having regular sex. And yeah, if you don't don't feel also if you're not celibate, don't feel that you're inferior to people who are choosing to be celibate, because I feel that sometimes that's what it, it is as well. That you sometimes people who are celibate or our virgins or whatever are seen as a bit more prestige so that could be a lot of people's reasonings for being celibate and they don't necessarily want to be but it just sounds good so always if you're making that decision for like abstinence and celibacy or chastity or you know those those kind of things before you do 
before you do make that decision, like I said before, set your own boundaries and decide what being celibate means to you and what you can do in order to still fulfill your needs of, you know, being celibate and being able to kind of classify yourself as celibate. And yeah, hopefully your health doesn't suffer and you're not celibate forever. so thank you so much for listening to the show I really appreciate it I hope you um learned a bit more about celibacy and abstinence and chastity and you're able to kind of think about celibacy slightly different and don't forget to come back next week and check out more